so Apple officially announcing, I guess, their new Vision Pro VR headset thingy. Actually, as part of a giant announcement yesterday, uh, you know, Apple does at least once every year their whole new operating system thing that runs your your iPad, your phone, your watch, your you know air thingy, whatever, whatever you got, whatever air, Apple product you've got. Uh, biggest update to the operating system for the watch since it came out, and it's supposed to be a big deal, whatever. But the thing that's getting the most attention is this new headset thing, VR, and is this the point at which VR is actually going to take off and become something? It's um. It's been a rocky road for VR. I mean, like, I got my kids the Oculus thing, and they loved it for a couple of days, and then they used it a little less, and I don't remember the last time it's been touched. And that seems to be the way a lot of VR stuff goes. It's, like, really cool, and while this is novel, but it doesn't hook people, for whatever reason, Hmm. the way these companies were hoping. For instance, it says in this Wall Street Journal article about the new Apple headset, None of the players in the VR space, that would be Meta, Facebook, you know, with the Oculus thing and all these different companies, um, have been able to drive widespread adoption of the technology. Headset shipments were down more than 50% in the first quarter of 2023 compared to the same time a year ago. So wow. as the technology has gotten better and a little bit cheaper in some cases, the demand has gone way down with enough people, I think, probably saying, yeah, I got one, I don't really use it, so... Well, I am going to pat myself on the back that when uh, Mark Zuckerberg changed the name of Facebook to Meta and said, uh, the future is, instead of being in a a meeting with people, you'll put on the headset and you'll all have cartoon avatars there in the meeting. (laughs) I said, that's stupid, nobody wants that. (laughs) You still don't think that's a future, huh? I think that I do think that is going to happen. But anyway, so iPhone or I mean Apple's new version is the Vision Pro headset, and it looks like you're wearing giant thick ski goggles. And then um, uh, I don't know what they feel like to have on your head, but they're really big, and so that's kind of weird looking, and it's got to be weird feeling. And then it goes down to a battery pack with about a two hour life. And it's expensive. It costs $3,500, which is seven times as much as, like, the best Oculus that's out there. So it's a lot more expensive, although it does a lot more things. And I watched the Wall Street Journal's video um, uh, explaining the various things you could do with it. The least convincing to me was they had a dad on the floor in the living room, and they got the fireplace going, and his two little (laughs) kids are playing with blocks, and he's wearing his headset. And they do something cute, and just with a touch of a button on his headset, he's now taking pictures or recording video or whatever. And I just, the idea of me wearing this big face-covering headset as I'm on the floor with my two-year-old is disgusting to me. I mean, I like Yes, it. that's incredibly off-putting. I think I reacted exactly the same way. I was like, what are you wearing your bug eyes for? You're going to scare your kids. If you want a picture, pick up your damn phone. The examples they used that seemed more appealing to me were business setting stuff, which they think is where it will take off first, in that you can be sitting at your desk and you've got as many screens as you want in super high resolution, as opposed to actually having computer screens. You've got them arrayed however you want. Just keep adding screens that you can look at, zoom in. It also has the ability to, like you're looking through whatever you're seeing, 
So you can see the reworld and this. And we talked about right. that a week or so ago. Just the idea of you can you can have you can be talking to to, to Jim in accounting and then have the screen in front of you with all the information on it. And I guess he's wearing the headset too. And I don't know. I don't know how that's freaking going to work. Well, as we reported earlier, they've got quite the problem with nausea. People wearing these things that well, they're working on, but well, the longer you wear it, the more you feel like you're going to puke. VR in general has that problem. Tim Cook with Apple claims that they've fixed that with some sort of latency issue with the new Apple headset. I don't know if that's true or not, but that well, is a problem. here's a question for you, because I'm thinking about it and getting queasy, which is weird. But uh, Me too. That is weird. Aren't you focusing on something just a couple of inches from your, your retina? From your cornea, or an inch or two in the glasses. I mean, by definition, I understand how it appears that you're not, but you are. You know, I might be missing something completely. I I don't know very much about this at all, but it strikes me that you're looking at a screen that's extremely close to you. I've gotten hella nauseous doing VR stuff. the 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 Simpsons ride at Universal Studios. Made me want to vomit within a minute of starting the dang thing. I had to close my eyes and concentrate and convince. I'd like keep telling myself, you're not actually on a ride. You're not really on a ride. You're just sitting here. It's not real. (laughs) After I closed my eyes because I thought I was going to vomit everywhere. And it was really cool. But they use an example here of a bunch of people in a room. And instead of putting the presentation up on a screen the powerpoint everybody's got it in front of them but you got way more options with sound and video and charts and flipping around from charts and everybody's looking at the same thing i could see how that could happen um yeah i was uh this uh how about you just give me uh, like an ipad and i don't vomit <laughs> well you're kind of hung up on the vomiting thing i'm assuming well if people start vomiting you'll be hung up on it too it's hard to hold a meeting when the floor is slick with vomit Jim, I noticed this first quarter. <laughs> yeah, but the third I'm, quarter. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? <laughs> I couldn't hear you over Ed's vomiting. <laughs> I'm assuming for this discussion that they're going to get past the vomit issue somehow. They're going to figure well, that out. Well, sooner or later, your stomach's empty for one thing. <laughs> so then you can really start the meeting. <laughs> yes. Every, every meeting ends up being like the family guy scene where they. Yes, Michael. Remember 3D TVs, and they wanted people to wear 3D glasses, and that never caught on. I don't think people want to put stuff on their head. It's that simple. No matter how yeah. good the technology is, people don't want to wear things. You, you could be right. It could be that simple. That The <laughs> idea of wearing something in your head is just never going to catch on. Like, one example they used was watching movies. So... Um, you know, the popularity of getting bigger and bigger screens or people that have gone to projectors so that you can have even a bigger screen. Well, you could have 8K resolution, their full field of vision, if you're wearing this headset, you know, and you and your wife and kids are all wearing headsets sitting on the couch or you wouldn't have to be even in the same room watching the movie together. And it's as perfect as perfect can be. But yeah, you do have to get over the hump of do people want to wear something on their head? Can I just get this out? Peter, hold my ears. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Sorry. Family Guy reference. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.